Hi everyone, I'm Dean Turple and this is Dean Turple's podcast. I know it's been forever. I kind of took the summer off. I needed a little break, I apologize. And we had a lot of stuff going on here in the nursing program, but I'm back and ready to talk about the fall term. So you have a week between today and next Friday. Today is August 12th, 2022, and classes start next Friday. So of course you wanna enjoy some of that time off, um, do something that makes you happy, take a little mental break, but you also want to infuse into this time some preparation for your fall term. So, um, I've been recommending, and hopefully if you follow the Instagram, which I changed to Dr. Turple from Dean Turple because of some policies in the college that are coming up. So, if you saw in there, we are having, I am holding, two sessions next week on Monday at 7 p.m. and Thursday at, I think, 3 p.m. Zoom sessions. They're either or, they're exactly the same. They'll be exactly the same, except for obviously anybody's input on how to talk to your nursing professors. Um, When I communicate with the advisors, it seems like um, that's one of the issues that keeps coming up is um, nursing students, what they call problems with their faculty. So let's see if we can head some of those off. Um, Let's start with some different modes of communication and see where we get. Um, so those are going on next week. The other things I really encourage you to do are practice math between now and then. You don't have to sit with your math book for five hours a day. You have to sit with your math book for 10 to 15 minutes a day. If you do 10 to 15 minutes every day starting today and through next a week from Sunday and then Monday, the 21st or whatever that is, you will, yeah, through Sunday the 21st into Monday the 22nd of August, you'll be prepared on Tuesday the 23rd when you have to take your math exam and clinical. So work on math. You have the pink book, right? Your math book that you used for your um, MTB 1370. Pull out that book. Don't look at the answers you put in there. <laughs> look at some of the practice problems. Do five problems a day. It'll take you 15 minutes and then you're done and you can move on. We will be starting some workshops, hopefully for anatomy and physiology coming up um, before the terms start. But for this time, I'm encouraging all of you to please study your anatomy and physiology. That's one of the things that the nursing faculty say really puts them behind and their students behind, is that they have to spend so much time going over anatomy and reviewing anatomy and physiology that it turns out to not just be a review, it turns out to be actual teaching time, and it really takes away from learning what you need to learn to take care of patients, and that also includes what you need to learn to pass the NCLEX. So you can do your part by assuring that you know the anatomy and physiology beforehand. Anatomy and physiology was a long time ago for most of you, so a review is necessary. And it's kind of intuitive on what to review, except for possibly a few of the courses. So those of you who are heading into what we call process one, which is NUR 1020, you wanna review the cranial nerves. You will need to know the cranial nerves for assessment. If you work on that now, you're going to be so much further ahead. And also some landmarks in the body. 
where to put your stethoscope, where the lung feels, where are the abdominal fields, where are you going to hear your gut sounds, um, where are you going to find pulses, that sort of thing. Um, it's pretty intuitive, obvious of what AMPU need to look at for um, OB, for women's health, and for NUR 1220, which is GIGU, and for cardio. Although, the cardio instructors, the NUR 2222 instructors, do tell me that people kind of hear the cardio and forget about the respiratory. So consider going over the respiratory system, make sure you know your blood gases. For PEDS, again, maybe not quite so intuitive, but I recommend studying fetal circulation, really knowing fetal circulation really well because the congenital heart defects are an important part of pediatric nursing. And if you know and understand fetal circulation, it helps you understand those uh, congenital heart defects so much better. So we got math, we got AMP, so you're gonna spend 15 minutes a day on math. You're gonna spend a little bit of time going over A&P, right? And you can do that in small chunks once a day. So even if you do that for 15 minutes, now you're up to a half an hour. A half an hour out of every day is not bad. But I also want to encourage you to consider going over your fluids and electrolytes, basically electrolytes. I kind of got a dressing down <laughs> by a group that shall remain nameless, but their initials are processed to on South Campus this summer about why I didn't push so hard on the fluid and electrolytes, the need to know those. So I just wanna remind you guys that knowing electrolytes, knowing ranges, understanding the signs and symptoms of too much hyper and too little hypo is going to be important to every single course in this program. So make yourself your flashcards review that, review that for five minutes a day. So I've asked you to work for 35 minutes a day um, towards your goal of becoming an RN. Remember that's your goal to become an RN. 35 minutes a day is not too much. If you do those 35 minutes, you know, whenever you can in the morning, you've got your whole day free besides your job, your family, and all your other responsibilities. But if you put these things on flashcards and stick them in your pocket, you can just do them while you're you know, at a, at a stoplight, at work, you can do them, you know, when you take a little break. So find little times like that. 35 minutes a day, I'm asking you to devote to this. I wanted to talk a little bit about the flashcards. I follow on Instagram some nurses who've come up with their own study materials and they sell them and I support them 100%. That's wonderful, good for them. And I think they probably have great products. I've looked at buying some of them myself. But I encourage all of you to make your own study guides. The reason those study guides worked for those nurses who were selling them, when they were in nursing school, they made their study guides themselves. And there's a lot of value in that. So yeah, you can buy a set of pharmacology cards. You can buy flashcards on pharmacology. You can buy flashcards on anything. But you can also, for at very, very, very low cost, probably 1% of the cost of those, go to the supermarket and get some index cards and make your own. And then you have them with you all the time and you have, there's value in actually writing them down because you're engaging more of your senses when you write them down. I wanna encourage that. So let's get ready, right? All right, on to the bad stuff. 
Um, we've had a lot of upset students because you can't be on the campus you want to be on. And I, while I understand that, if your goal is to become an RN, you need to go where you're assigned, take the classes there. All of, all of the faculty work together. They may have tiny little differences in the way they deliver information, but they all work together. They provide the same kind of tests. Maybe a few questions are different here or there, but they, they always provide the same kind of tests. When you're assigned a faculty member, remember, all you need to do is learn from that faculty member. You're not here to be their best friend. They're not here to be your best friend. You don't have to like them, and we're gonna talk about that in the How to Talk to Your Professor sessions next week. But you do are here to learn, and you're going to be assigned to them. We have a tragic shortness of um, faculty, just tragic. Um, we're working on it. We are bringing in new faculty. We have some processes in place that will allow us to attract some new faculty now but we currently have a shortage, extreme shortage of adjunct faculty to do clinicals. So you have to move around if you wanna stay in the program, you have to go where you're assigned. It, we, we are very clear about that in the nursing student handbook where it says an associate dean may need to move you to another campus based on availability of clinical spots and nursing program seats. So um, keep that in mind get with the Seahawk Outreach Services, get with your advisor. If you have transportation problems for getting to that campus, true camp transportation problems, but know that right now we have an extreme shortage and we're doing everything we can to get everybody through the program. And sometimes that means moving around and you see it as, oh, I got an email or I got notification that I have to go to another campus for class. What you don't know is the hours and hours that have gone on behind the scenes to try and get everybody arranged. So, you know, try and be cognizant of that. We are trying to be understanding of your needs, but right now, this is the environment that we're in. I think that's about it. I've talked long enough um, for a podcast today. We will be in more touch. I hope to see a lot of you next week at my sessions on how to talk to professors. I would really love it if some of you who feel like you're really good at talking to professors and really good at getting the information you need when you need extra help from professors, I hope you'll show up and give us some of your hints and helps. Um, I suspect that some faculty will be there. I suspect that some other people will be there, maybe some of your advisors. So um, I'm really excited to host all of you via Zoom and I'll see you there. We'll talk before class next week. Have a great week off. Remember to get the 35 minutes in.